You're not a regular human being. You're supposed to live the life of a sacred woman. The sentence that changed my life forever. This was December 12, 2020, when my mentor, my now mentor, did a divination for me and told me this shocking news. There was a tragedy that had happened in my family about four days before. And, you know, I was a Christian, but I felt like it was, it was too much and I needed to go the traditional route, the route of my ancestors to find answers and know why these tragedies happened in my family. So I sought the opinion of a Dibia, we call them Dibia, which means the experts or master of knowledge and wisdom, knowledge and wisdom of nature. So I reached out to someone that gave me the information of my now mentor, and I asked for divination to find out what was going on, what went wrong in my family. And he comes back with this, thank <laughs> God, he comes back with this news that I'm supposed to live the life of a sacred woman. And I'm like, ah, hold up. Are you, do you mean that I'm supposed to dress like a nun? Stop, you know, having fun? Live like a hermit? Is that what this means? Is this what my life, ugh, my life changed that day? beautiful people welcome to the first episode of becoming the avatar podcast becoming the avatar is about living your life according to your divine blueprint i'm going to be sharing my journey my journey in becoming becoming my higher self living like my higher self i'm going to be explaining what it means now pause for a second in the trailer episode i said the Mayan calendar said the world was going to end December 20th, 2012. But actually, the date is December 21st, 2012. Um, my bad. I'm sorry. I got the dates mixed up. The correct date is December 21st, 2012. So... This first episode, I wanted to talk a little bit about myself. Spirits have been tapping me on the shoulder to create this podcast for a while, and I let fear stop me. And if I'm being honest, it's about the fear of success, not actually the fear of failure, because when you put yourself out there, when you're on that road to success, things happen, things change. You can't live a lazy life anymore. You have to be held accountable. You have to go through some shit, some crazy shit. And if I'm being honest with you, I didn't want to go through the shit, okay? I just wanted to bask in my laziness, but not anymore. Because them spirits don't play. Them spirits don't play. They tell you to do shit and you don't want to do it. They send people to your dreams to flog the hell out of you, okay? You don't want that. So if spirits ask you to do something, you better go do it. During every episode, I would love to share a message from spirits, directly from spirits. The message for this episode is, you have what it takes to embark on this journey. 
Your spirits are aligned and waiting on you to start. Just start. Everything doesn't have to be perfect or make sense. Just start. You just start. That's the message I got today from Spirit. This was actually for me about this podcast and about all the things they've been telling me to work on, telling me to just start. One of my favorite quotes, I don't remember who said this, but I read it in a business book a few years ago. You don't have to be perfect to start. Just start and perfect. I don't know who this message is for. Maybe you've been dreaming about starting your own business or traveling or moving to a new city or moving to a new town, a new country, a new apartment. You do, everything doesn't have to line up. Everything doesn't have to make sense. Just go for it. Just freaking do it because once you start, you see that there was nothing to be afraid of. And what's the worst that could happen? Even if you fail, you will grow from that failure. So that's the message today from spirits. So, who am I? My name is Ogafo Chioma Belong. I'm the steward of this podcast. I'm from the great Igbo tribe of Eastern Nigeria. And um, I've lived in the States since uh, 11, 12 years, 14 years. I don't remember now. About 11 years, I think. Yeah. Yeah, I finally moved to the... Yeah, about 11 years. And I've lived in so many places. Um, I, I lived in Atlanta. I lived in Los Angeles. I lived in Las Vegas. I lived in New Jersey. And now I'm in Mexico. What is a girl doing in Mexico? Help me ask my spirits. They sent me to Mexico. And um, it was a hard thing to do. It, it, was, it, was, it, it was freaking hard to come to Mexico, but I just had to do it because spirit said, start. And I'm in Mexico. My parents passed away when I was younger, and I grew up with my dad's sister, and I grew up with a lot of abandonment issues. It's It was hard for me to let people in because I was like, why bother letting people in? They always leave. And, you know, I pushed everyone away. I didn't want to be close to anybody. If people get close to me, I self-sabotage. I moved to the States after college in Nigeria. Um, I came here and I started working right away had good jobs, went to grad school in Los Angeles, picked up a good job, moved to Nevada, picked up a good job, was working on my own business plan, and then the pandemic hit. Like, what the hell? I didn't know that the pandemic was actually a blessing in disguise because it made me, it made me introspect more. It made me study. It made me very curious, like I had time to study. I had time to con reconnect with family. One of my cousins, he, he would call me and tell me how the Igbos of Nigeria was very similar to the Jewish culture and he was into like Judaism and stuff, which are some of 
my Igbo brothers and sisters are right are right now. But uh, <laughs> I it didn't make sense to me. I'm like, okay, if Igbos and Jews are very similar, I might as well start start studying, you know, Igbo culture. And then I started studying the Igbo culture, and then I had so many questions, like the things that the invaders told us was evil was actually revered was actually powerful energies like the mommy waters of this world the equine soul like different things and i'm like wow what else what else am i missing and i went down that rabbit hole i wanted i studied a lot of um ifa which is the yoruba equivalent of the Igbo or dinana I studied Ifa, you know, I was connected to Oshun, I was connected to the waters, and then I started studying um, Odinana, and then I, I found that I was connecting to the Anna spirit, Anna spirit, Anna is what we call Mother Earth in my culture. In December 2020, there was a tragedy in my family, and I had questions. I've always been a curious person, even though I was a Christian, I still mingled with psychics and I played with my tarot cards and all that because I was a curious person and by the time that tragedy had happened in December I had already come to the conclusion that the Dibia who is actually the custodian of the knowledge and wisdom of God of nature wasn't evil because growing up watching Nigerian movies you hear that oh Dibias are evil Dibias you know they do human sacrifice, they kill people and all that stuff. And yes, we have Dibias that are evils that work with renegade spirits. But that doesn't mean every Dibia is like that. You know, Dibias have to follow a, a, a code of conduct that might be difficult to the non-Dibias. By the time the tragedies happened, I had already come to that conclusion, which pushed me to request for a divination from a Dibia. And I connected with this guy and he connected me to my now mentor and he did the divination. But the funny thing is he never discussed anything about the tragedy that happened. He was focusing on me. He then proceeds to tell me that um, the reason why my mother died during childbirth, giving birth to me, was because she was part, part of this renegade spirit called Obanje. Um, I don't know the English name, so Obanje. Um, some people may call them ch um, changelings, but I think it's deeper than that. And um, I'll probably do an episode about this renegade group called Obanje. He told me that my mom took an oath before she came to this world that she would probably not get married and all that. And um, when she got married and decided to have me, she was recalled because she did not fulfill her oath of not, you know, having a child or getting married and I was like wow things start ma started making sense to me I connected with an indigenous shaman she lives in America and then she ends up telling me the same stuff 
And I'm like, wait, what? And then she's telling me things that I know that it's my mother and the spirit realm talking through her. And I'm like, what the hell have I put myself into? Like, what the hell is this? What do you mean by I have to live a life of a sacred woman? I have to walk with spirits. Like, what do you mean by that? And then when I got that divination, I did a four-day fast. I didn't eat no food. I was only drinking green tea. I had my mentor's book, his first book. And I didn't have my phone with me. My cousins were worried. They actually called the Las Vegas cops to come do a welfare check for me because they couldn't reach, they couldn't reach me. So during the fast, what I told God was, if this is for real, tell me. I don't want to join no freaking witchcraft, which is an episode we're going to have in the future. What? witchcraft means because a lot of people call themselves witches and y'all need to be careful what you call yourselves. Y'all need to be fucking careful. So during the fast, God showed me two things in my dreams. Like I saw vision of two things. The first thing was the January 6th Trump riots. I saw it exactly how it happened. I saw a vision of it. And then I saw who was going to win the election in the Georgia Senate race. January 2nd, 2021, my cousin calls me. He's like, why do you sound so down? And I told him the, the vision that I had, that the Capitol was on fire. Like, it was crazy. And he's like, oh, no, America is a powerful country. That can never happen. And I'm like, wait, what? He's like, don't worry, that would never happen. And then January 6th, four days later... We saw the news and he texts me immediately. He's like, girl, you can't run away from this. What you said was going to happen is actually happening right now. So I had, I had been in therapy for the longest time. I was on antidepressants. I was, you know, suicidal. And my therapist, bless her heart, she's someone that always believed in me. She's someone that always reminded me that I was my mother's legacy. The first time I met her, she told me, she's like, you're a great person. You're going to do great things. I don't know what it is. Like, I don't know, but you're going to do great things. And we connected. I looked forward to going to my sessions with her. I was seeing her like every two weeks. And when I got the divination, I opened up to her. I was like, okay, this is what the divination is saying, and she looks me dead in the eye, and she's like, I feel like this is where your healing is going to come from. Go for it. I'm a Christian woman. I'm a white Christian, but I'll tell you Christianity is evil. So I needed, I, I needed to do some preliminary things to connect with my higher self and my ancestors and all the spirits in my divine blueprint. A week after that was done. <laughs> My therapist quit. She quit the practice. Out of the blues. Out of the blue. It was like spirit said, okay, you're done with the work. You got to go. And she disappeared. I can't make this up. Later that year, in 2021, I went to Nigeria. And the plan was to stay for two months. 
and my spirits were like wait what two months no you're staying for seven months <laughs> that was that was interesting that was an interesting experience i i needed to initiate into the ways of my ancestors and meet my higher self meet my astral family and all that good stuff it was a difficult experience i was literally burned by fire it wasn't for the faint heart my mentor kept telling me oh you're very courageous a lot of people that went through what you went through would have you know run away but you're still here i remember this message my mom gave to the shaman constance from america where she told me not to give up on this process i think mom knew of course she knows she's in the spirit realm because she knows what i was going to go through it's not for the faint heart spiritual awakening is not a joke awakening to spirit it's not child's play you need to know what you're getting into Will I choose it all over again? Yes, I will. Because I'm, I'm happy to inform you all that I'm not depressed like I used to be. Even my cousins, my uncles, my friends have seen a change in me since I started this process, since I started this journey. This is my destiny. This is what is in my divine blueprint. And if I don't walk this path, I'm going to suffer the consequences. And a babe is not about to reincarnate anymore. If you don't believe in reincarnation, no problem. But a babe doesn't want to reincarnate anymore. So I need to do the needful so that I can pay all my karmic debts in this lifetime and bask <laughs> with the source when I return back home because this is not our home this is i like to call this place a boarding school where we come to study there are different levels in this school and we keep studying and when we study we expand our consciousness we expand our consciousness and it keeps growing and growing and growing and growing and growing and then when we pass away when our soul leaves our body we return back to our higher self to discuss what we learned the lessons we learned during this lifetime and our higher self returns back to the source with our consciousness to deposit what we've learned inside the universal consciousness when people talk about the Akashic records, those are the records they're talking about. Where the past, present, and future is being stored. In my culture, we call the Akashic records Akose, and the Indians call it Akasha. <laughs> Akose, Akasha, Akashic records. The Igbo people are coming back. To take their rightful place. They are coming back. Because we've been hidden for a long time. Which is understandable because we move like a leopard. In secret. 
under plain sight. But our spirits are making a comeback. They want the world to know who the great Igbos were and are. So this is my story on how I started the journey of connecting to my higher self. It's, it hasn't been an easy journey. It has been very difficult. Very, very difficult. I'm still going through what the new age people call the dark night of the soul. But all that is an initiation. And what is an initiation? Transformation. To transform you into the person you're supposed to be. Welcome to Becoming the Avatar podcast. It's going to be a fun ride. You can connect with me on Instagram at Ogafo. I'm going to have it in the description box. Let's meet, let's chat. Let's get to know ourselves. I don't have all the answers. We are not perfect. I'm still learning. I'm still growing. I'm still becoming the avatar of my higher self. My approach is... I don't know, I, I go with the flow of spirits because when you're walking with spirits, you can't really make any plans because you make a plan and you're like, bitch, you don't know shit. Okay, so I go with the flow and however they want to structure this podcast, that's what we're going to do. If you listen to the end, thank you. If you don't agree with what I say, that's okay. That's the beauty of life. That's the beauty of spirituality. We all have our own consciousness. We all have our own level of understanding. I don't know it all. In fact, nobody knows it all. Even someone that has been on this journey for 70 years doesn't know it all. We keep studying. We keep growing and keep asking our higher self to Send us to places and to people and to the right books and to the right podcasts that will assist us in expanding our consciousness. Because this is what we came to earth to do. We came to serve one another and to learn about the world. Because the source is learning itself. The universe is learning itself through us. When you understand this you'll realize that we are nothing everything is predetermined anyone that tells you we have free will we have free will to an extent but i'll tell you that the free will adds to your karma we're gonna have an episode on free will thank you so much for listening to me share my story and um, I hope it made sense. This is me sharing my process, sharing what happened, what I've learned from spirits and what I keep learning so that we can all become together. Thank you, sisters, and the few brothers that are listening. Until next week, ciao.